Hey everyone, and welcome to Made of Stardust. I'm your host, Jolie Goodnight, and this is a podcast about people who aspire to inspire. Each one of our guests has something special about them, a spirited spark to them that breathes life into the people they inspire. After all, that's what the word inspire originally meant, to breathe life into. This podcast is supported by listener support, so go to joliegoodnight.com slash podcast to help keep Made of Stardust shooting for the stars. Get access to exclusive content every month and all the fun goodies. My guest today is Tammy Savoy, an award-winning Chicago-based international retro vintage vocalist who sings soul, jazz, blues, and jump blues. Imagine a woman with a powerful, soulful voice that nails the classic 40s, 50s, and early 60s rock and roll R&B sounds. Now, match that with a great stage presence and a perfect visual adherence to mid-century vintage style. That's Tammy Savoy. What made me want to interview her today is her ability to project ease. Her vintage style, her buttery voice, everything she does is with a smooth air of graceful composure. I'm endlessly inspired by her sense of impeccable style, and any time she steps on stage, I'm excited. Before we dive into our conversation, I have to tell you, I got too excited talking with her, and I forgot how to read time, and our chat was cut way too short. Oops. Guess we'll just need another podcast episode. Anyway, please welcome Tammy Savoy. Hey, Tammy Savoy. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you're on. <laughs> you look absolutely gorgeous. I love I love seeing what you're wearing at all times on your Instagram feed and everything. You got such good style. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, for uh, Made of Stardust, what I've been doing here with the podcast is um, just giving folks a big dose of inspiration, especially because, you know, times are hard, times are weird, times are (laughs) whatever they are. And um, I woke up one day and realized that I just could really use some of my favorite folks and some of the people who inspire me the most, like just their insight. And and I don't know, I just want to hear from people that I really like. So I wanted to ask you, um, what did you aspire to be when you grew up? You know what? I actually had no idea, to be honest. (laughs) I had no idea. I just knew that I wanted to get out of my hometown. (laughs) Like, my goal was to just, like, graduate with honors and go to school out of state. Because I grew up in uh, Minnesota. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's freezing cold. (laughs) And I was just trying to get away. (laughs) So, But, um... When I was younger, I I used to sing a little, um, but I was very shy. So I didn't I didn't know whether I would do that or not. And for a while, I actually didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, but I I do remember, you know, when I was younger, I used to want to be a social worker. Yeah. Um, Because that's what. Yes, because that actually helped me get through high school like sometimes I would skip lunch just to go speak to my social worker and I always wanted to do that but it just never happened <laughs> but then as I got mm-hmm. older I realized that what I do like I can touch so many people 
And like, if I would have just been a social worker, it would have just been one person at a time in the office, you know, (laughs) whatever. But yeah, like, I feel like what I'm doing now can touch so many more people. So I'm kind of glad that I decided to do the singing thing. You know, it's funny. It does not surprise me that you wanted to graduate with honors. I feel like one of the things that inspires me a lot about you is that you have um, just this, this, um, I don't know, in English they call her like in England, they say it's tickety-boo. Like so much about you is very tickety-boo. And I think that is such a cool, this like, not not perfection, because I almost feel like that's a negative word sometimes, but you have this quality that just makes everything feel like beautifully in order, if that makes sense. What did you want to go to school for? You said that you wanted to like get, get out of there, get out of town. And did you end up going to college? I ended up going to college. Yes. Uh, I actually ended up in Chicago on a road trip and I was with a few friends. uh, And right after high school, like we went to look for colleges I ended up going to Robert Morris at the time it was called, I think it was called Robert Morris College because they've changed their name so many times now. But um, I think at the time it was RMC. Um, But I went for graphic arts and design. Yeah. And I I had no idea what I wanted to do at the time. I just picked something (laughs) and I knew it would have something to do with art. You know, because I've always been into art my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So what, okay, let me back up for a second. Um, what are all the things that you do now? Because I know you do quite a bit, at least that I see. Um, what is it that you do in this point in time in life? Well, right now I'm mostly singing. Um mm-hmm. But I have I have done a lot of things like my my friends make fun of me because I'm always saying that I retired from a lot of different jobs because <laughs> I actually I also went to school for um, I went to pastry school at one point and I was doing like, you know, cake decorating and pastries and stuff like that. I retired from that. I was also a face painter at one point <laughs> and I also um, was uh Um, an assistant manager at a health food store at one point. Um, But I actually left that job to do singing full time. Yeah. Wow. So So what led you to singing full time? What's the road? What's the path then going from school and graphic design and pastries? How did you, how'd you get here? It's so crazy because I never really thought like I would be able to, do the singing thing full time, to be honest, even though I grew up with with brothers that were in the industry and they are actually quite successful with what they're doing. They still do it. They still tour. But it wasn't something that I really took seriously at first, I guess. And I just I I went from um, I, I started this whole thing from a pinup calendar, to be honest. <laughs> I started because oh. I, I did a calendar for my husband. And after that, the um, photographer, she, um, she, she contacted me and she's like, I know someone that has a band and he's looking for a girl to be in the video. So I was like, um, okay. So she asked if it was okay to send him the information. So I'm like, all right. And so the, the person who she sent this to was Lance Lipinski. And he was he was recording a video at the time. He had two girls already. 
and he wanted a third girl just to complete, you know, the look and, mm -hmm. and have the harmony and everything like that. So I was supposed to lip sing for this video. <laughs> and um, when I got there, we never did. Like, we actually sang the song. And, like, right after the first take, the girls, they turned, they looked at me, and they're like, so what are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, working? <laughs> I don't know. And I've been doing shows with them ever since. Like, it was just, like, just perfect harmony after the first take. And they were, it, we just been singing with each other ever since. And from there, that's when I decided to to just leave my job because I was, you know, at the health food store. And I decided to leave because it got to be kind of too much because I was doing both, trying to juggle both. And then I also have a daughter as well. So it was like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to take care of her, trying to work this full-time job and also doing gigs and everything. It was just too much. So I was like, something has to give. <laughs> so I yeah. finally yeah. decided to just do the singing full-time because it was just, it was too much. Yay. I love when that happens. <laughs> it's like, yes. I feel like and that's it's so the... crazy how I, how it came together like I didn't I wasn't even expecting to even sing with them and then I'm, I'm just going there to do a video and then all of a sudden now I'm doing all these shows it was crazy wow yeah wow you really like you jumped in you went from like photo shoot to that which that's a that's a big show that's a pretty dang big awesome show you uh have you started back up doing it again or are y'all still on a little bit of a break? Um, a little. It's it's kind of tricky right now. Um, uh, I actually did just come back from doing a show in Kansas. Um, it was an Elvis show though, but we were doing we were backup singing for the show, um, and that was an eleven week run. But it's like okay. we it's kind of it's kind of been hard though because some things have been getting canceled again. So. Sure we're, sure. we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. Well, so then what's the, uh, what's the line from jumping in just all of a sudden doing that show too? Cause I know you also do more of a solo project. What, how did, you, what led you there? So that was, that actually kind of just happened as well <laughs> because, um, <laughs> I went is. to, it's so crazy how it, it just happened so unexpectedly. But I actually was out one day um, for my husband's birthday, and we went to a show uh, where Chris Casello was playing. And uh, I knew Chris Casello from before because he actually sang, he actually played guitar um, for Lance Lipinski when we did shows together and everything. He was one of the sub guitarists. And so we mm. just happened to go to one of his shows uh, one day, and uh, he asked me to come on stage and sing a song. So I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and there was only really one song that we knew at the time that we could do together. And, you know, after we finished, everybody's like, encore, encore. <laughs> and so he's like, we don't have anything else. <laughs> so we couldn't do another song. But I did tell him after that show, I told him that I wanted to come out with a record. And so he was like, you know, I can I can help you out with that. So really, <laughs> it came from me just wanting to put out a record. And people heard the songs. Like, we did, we did a rehearsal and we recorded the songs. And when people heard the songs, 
they wanted to book us for shows. We we're like, okay, like that's not even what we were trying to do, but okay. <laughs> and it just <laughs> happened and we just started touring the world. And <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> that's so cool. It's funny how how sometimes it's just being at the right place at the right time, but also being really ready to say, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm ready to do that. I came here to lip sync, but now I'm like gonna quit my job and do this full time. <laughs> right. It's that say yes thing. Um, and then also, I know, uh, and you know, maybe this is just that outside perspective, a big part of what you do um, is aesthetic as well. Like you're a pinup model, it seems like officially as well. Like you represent some brands. And so, what ended up leading you down that path? Um, I I think after I did that first photo shoot, a lot of people saw those photos and they like reached out to me and and started asking me if I can uh, take pictures and stuff like that. So it kind of it kind of came from it all just started from there as well. And and I never knew like because I at first I didn't even have an Instagram when I first started doing all of this stuff. But then I feel like once I got on Instagram, that's when it all kind of just like started flowing in. I'm like, okay, like I didn't really think anything of it really in the beginning when I when I started doing that. But um, yeah, I've been I've been doing pretty good doing that as well. Yeah, and I try to fit that in as much as I can. I can't do a lot though, because I can't do all of like I get a lot of people asking you know, if I can mm-hmm. do that, but I can't fit it all in. Like it's too much. <laughs> yeah. Too much. But yeah. yeah, I try to pick and choose what I can do, what I can fit in into my schedule and stuff. Cause it gets to be a lot sometimes. Yeah. That's so cool. What got you into, you know, vintage style to begin with? I feel like I've always been into vintage style when I was younger. Even when you were like I a little bitty. To- when I was very young, I actually got really upset with my mom because she made me um, get a perm when I was a little girl. I was like nine years old, but I wanted like the Afro puffs because I loved like the 70s style and stuff. <laughs> and I wanted Afro puffs, but my hair was straightened out. It was chemically straightened and I couldn't do the style that I wanted. And I, I used to love like the 60s and 70s when I was younger. And I love the like the 50 style as well, but at the time I didn't have money, you know, to buy it or whatever. So I would kind of like make my own clothes and <laughs> like I was I was the type of girl that loved wearing like the bell bottoms and stuff. Like but everybody mm-hmm. else is wearing like, you know, the the skinny jeans and the hip huggers and stuff like that. I was wearing bell bottoms and making my own bell bottoms like I would like take fabric and like sew it into the leg to make like different uh pants and everything (laughs) it was kind of crazy but and and I I used to love just that kind of style like it's and and I I feel like a lot of that had to do with my parents as well because I grew up listening to a lot of um, music from back then um, and I think being exposed to that kind of made me want to you know get into the styles and stuff like that because um, I used to see the Supremes on TV and I'm like oh my mm-hmm. gosh I want to do that one day you know not thinking that I would get older and actually be in a girl group you know yeah you <laughs> and it actually did happen 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I used to love that type of stuff. Because uh, you grew up in, in St. Paul, right? That's what you said? In St. Paul, Minnesota? Yes. Were there any other uh, folks like you that liked vintage style and, and all that in your area or was it just you? No, I honestly didn't know anybody else that was into it. No, I, 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 I feel like people thought that I was weird because I always, you know, dress different. I mean, I, I don't think that they, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like I was, I was kind of like a loner a little bit. <laughs> I kind of stayed to myself a little bit. Like I had a select mm-hmm. few friends, you know, but they were not into it the way that I was. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I like think so I think many that, of us. Yeah, and I think that I mean with something like I used to make things too, like like the the jean purses and stuff like like people would think it was cool and they would like ask like oh how did you do that and can you make me one blah blah but I don't think that they were like really into it the way that I was. Yeah, I get it. I think uh, I think that goes for so many of us. I was the same way, and then kind of whenever I got into college is when I met like a few more people who were into the same things, but I don't think it was even until after college that I really started meeting a lot more people that were into vintage culture and music and and the whole shebang, you know? Um, But so, you know, you mentioned the Supremes, who all are your biggest musical influences? Ooh, that's always a tough question for me because that's why I'm like so all many. of them. Like I don't need you right. to say it's who's so the many. one. Just like who are the the ones in there that made you, you know, kind of um, got your revved your engine. You know, I really love Ella Fitzgerald. I love her voice, um, her style, like the way she sings and everything. And I'm I always tell people like I wish I could scat like that because. Like, I don't know, I get nervous kind of scatting and stuff, uh-huh. you know. Um, I love Sarah Vaughn. Um, who else? Uh, um, a lot of people that I, I sing covers of their songs, like Ruth Brown, um, mm-hmm. Loretta Dillard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, so I'm not surprised that Lowry. Ella is one of them for you because your voice is really buttery like Ella's. That was the first oh, thing I thought you. of the first time I saw you was like, she has that butter quality. <laughs> that's like that. That's a rare <laughs> that find. Like I was I excited for you. <laughs> I was like, dang, that's it's awesome. Buttery. Yeah. I like that. I hear yeah. that a lot though. And and when people used to say that to me at first, I used I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't know what people meant when they would say that at first. But I, I guess I I guess I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of women then that's cool that you just, every pretty much everybody you just listed, uh, is in a certain, certain range and all women. And, um, and then There's were so there many any more like, though? I know, I know. That's why I like, you know, you could, you, the list is really long. Um, but were there any like movies or anything that, that, um, kind of brought these images and icons into your mind? I honestly, let me see, like, I I didn't really watch a lot of movies growing up, and I still honestly don't watch a lot of movies Mm -hmm. now, to be honest, Um, but I do remember this one instance, 
when I was nine years old um, and I was at my grandparents' house. And we were watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I remember when I saw Jessica Rabbit come from behind the curtain. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that one day. (laughs) I was like, oh, my goodness. It's kind of crazy because she's, like, you know, not real. But (laughs) I just remember at nine years old thinking, like, Oh, like and how she captivated the audience I just was like man I wish I could do that <laughs> I wonder when they were cre- if they when they created that movie if they knew how many kids were going to grow up to want to be Jessica Rabbit <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that's a career goal for a lot of kids <laughs> oh my gosh and it's so crazy even thinking that like oh my gosh like how was I at nine years old thinking about that <laughs> you know well you know I think part of what made Jessica Rabbit stick in everyone's mind wasn't just the sex appeal and the audience and the dress and the gloves and everything it was that uh she was so unapologetic you know there was a lot of confidence to Jessica Rabbit like you know she owns the entire room and like it's funny to think of a cartoon as confident (laughs) That is one of my questions, um, actually for you, because, um, so I did this, this little poll asking people what's kind of been wounded for them a little bit during, uh, COVID life. Like what, what's, um, yeah, what's wounded really. And almost everybody said confidence, like their confidence is really low right now. And I was thinking about, you know, all the people that I want to interview and I think I'll, a lot of times whenever you dress vintage and dress really impeccably and have all these things, even if you don't feel confident, you definitely have a certain level of confidence, whether you acknowledge it or not. So I wanted to ask you, what makes you feel confident? What makes me feel confident? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Ah, uh, you know, Okay, I I really don't even know how I can can answer. Right? It's a funny question. It's a funny, that's why I wanted to ask it, because I think it's a fun one to pull out of yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's real difficult. I'm trying to think. Um, Like, I do, like, I do like, you know, when I, when I dress vintage, I feel like I do feel like a level of of confidence when I, when I dress vintage, it makes me feel good, you know? Um, (laughs) just like, just getting dolled up in general, I feel Mm -hmm. like makes me feel real confident. But, but honestly, I think everybody, even, even if you are a super confident person, there's still like that little bit of like, I don't know, you uncertainty, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I've just always been the type of person that I just dance to the beat of my own drum. And I just like doing my own thing. And <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and and at a, at a certain point, you have to just think like, 
you can't always care about what everybody thinks about you, you know? I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's just how I've always been though. Like, like I was mentioning earlier, I was, I was the only one that was into my style. So, you know, I didn't have other people to, you know, that, that were into the same thing as me like that. So I don't know. I guess that kind of gives you the confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's a little bit like uh, the people that figured out that they were different and that was okay. They all have like a really positive version of armor to put on, if that makes sense. You yeah. know, like some, yeah. for some folks, it's the way you dress is your like armor of like, all right, cool. I'm now I'm ready to go out into the world today. Um for some people, it's like I'm a phrase like that, that they have or, you know, but at the end of the day, whether it's phrase or clothing or music or whatever, it's like, it's an, it's an armor thing. Um, well, so, uh, cause I know you have, you've, you've got your little girl, right. And she also just exudes confidence in any of the videos that you post of her. She does not lack confidence. It's incredible. And so. <laughs> I, I thought of that with you and I wondered if there was anything that you have taught her about that or that's just in her already. I think that that's just in her <laughs> really. Yeah. And, and I've always, I've, I have always told her like, don't, you know, don't let people get to you. Cause I mean, cause her style is much different. It's kind of the same way, like how it was with me. Um, for her as well, like even at her school, a lot of people, they're not into the same style that she's into, you know, yeah. and I've all, I've always taught her to, you know, to be herself, you know, and express herself in the way that she, she wants to express herself as long as she doesn't go too crazy, like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? but, um, cause there have been times when I'm like, oh, you need to take that off. Yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> But she, for the most part, like she's she's really good with, you know, and yeah, she's real confident, and she has always been um, very sassy. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like she is the person that I am in my head, if that makes sense. <laughs> like I. I don't like yeah. a lot of times I don't say certain things. I'll keep it, you know, keep it in my head because, you know, my mom taught me, you know, <laughs> don't say certain things, you know, but, but she is exactly like how I, <laughs> I don't know how to really like explain it, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking like, wow. Like, no, I, I think that totally makes sense. Set it out of my mouth, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but but I love that she's the way that she is, and she has her own little style and everything. I love it. I love it. You've you've done a you've done a good job, just from what I can see outside looking in. And so then that made me want to ask you: Did you have any mentors along the way? Did you have anybody that kind of put you under their wing and kind of directed you career wise or anything? Well. I wouldn't really say, I don't know if I would say mentors, but I will say that the people that I have had a chance to work with, um, 
like uh, Lance Lipinski, I will say like he has helped a whole lot. Because even with me starting with, with the band, I feel like that helped me because I was seeing, you know, backup with them at first. And then later on, he added solos. Um, and I feel like when he started adding the solos, that what that's what helped me to, um, you know, get out there and start, you know, singing myself because um, I, I used to have really, really bad stage fright, <laughs> really bad. Like I would get out oh. there and just, just get stiff and like my throat would just immediately get dry and I just, I, I couldn't even move. Like it was really bad. And I think that's the reason why I I wasn't singing before then, but I think the fact that I was with the mm. band and and I felt comfortable with them and I was able to, you know, sing with them at first, I think that's what helped, you know, give me that push to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, cuz I think if I hadn't started there, I probably wouldn't <laughs> I probably wouldn't be doing this, you know. So I feel like yeah, being with the band helped me. Like I think that's kind of like my mentor, I guess. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's sometimes that's all the mentor you really need is, is just a team of people behind you that are, that are rooting for you, you know, especially if they believe in your abilities and believe in what you do, communicating with the audience that having a great band behind you is, it can really, really um, make or break how you feel on stage. You know, is there anything that you do? Um, to deal with your stage fright at all? Like, is there anything you do before you go on stage? Anything you say to yourself or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I, I always, I always, I, I actually meditate um, a lot. Mm. Um, yes, I did. Because <laughs> um, um, I, I didn't mention before, I kind of, I kind of got into it, but my brother also, um, well, I guess he could be considered one of my mentors as well. Um, he is in the in the industry. He's actually in a group called Next, and um, he has he has helped me a lot as well, as far as like not specifically stage fright, but he's kind of a life coach too, and mm-hmm. he's super positive, and he has helped me get through a lot of things. Um, and the fact that he's also in the music industry helps a lot because he knows what, you know, what I'm going through. So he's like able to be like, okay, yeah. so this is what you need to do, whatever, you know, that helps a lot too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is, that's kind of everything for me personally, having, having family. Cause you know, my, my mom is in the business, my brother, my dad was, um, and it's been, it's intimidating sometimes to have really talented family members that are into it with you too, you know, like that comes (laughs) with its own thing, but God, they really have been such supportive mentors in a way for me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, Oh wait, Ooh, no, I get to ask you this question before we get, Oh yay. I'm so excited. I don't want to miss this question. It's a good one. Um, what's one of your favorite, just magical moments that you've had in your career that makes you go like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's why, that's why I'm doing this. Oh, um, I feel like I've had a few of those moments. Um, wow. Mm -hmm. Let me try to pick, let me try to pick. I don't want to make, (laughs) make this too long, but, um, 
there I've I've actually um met a few uh people from the fifties and sixties that are in the industry as well. Um I had a chance to be on PBS uh with the girl group that I sang with and uh they had Beverly Lee and Judy Craig there and they introduced us. <laughs> And then right after that, I had to sing one of uh, Judy Craig's songs. And I was <sighs> so nervous, so nervous <laughs> singing her song because mm-hmm. she was just right on side stage. And um, I remember when I finished, like we got off stage and we had a chance to to speak to them and like ask them all these questions and stuff and it was it was kind of cool you know getting to meet someone um you know people who were actually you know in the business as well and there and I feel like like they're legends like they were out here doing this way before us and we got a chance to you know talk to them and stuff it was a short period of time but it was it was such a good moment for me and then I will also say, I love when I get emails from people and they they tell me like um, I was I was going through this and that or whatever, and you know I started listening to your music and it just made me feel so much better. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like it just makes you feel so good that you can do yeah. that for people through music, you know. Oh, yeah, I always say without without the the fans that are like that, like I might as well be at home singing into my hairbrush because it's really about <laughs> them and and what uh, what you end up doing for their lives at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, and I feel like I always I've always um, made it a goal to to make at least one person happy a day, and I feel like. I achieve that goal all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, I think we cut out for a second. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, I'm there here. you are. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I have I have one more question for you. And I'm sad because I feel like this flew by. I feel like this hour went so fast. Um, I know. <laughs> but I hope I get to see you again soon at one of our fabulous things like Ameripolitans or Viva or whatever. But until then, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what would you say to anybody who is aspiring to, to be anything or to do anything or to maybe make a change in their life? What would you just say to somebody who's uh, trying to do something? I would absolutely say go for it. Do what you have to do because I know a lot of times people are scared because they don't know what will happen. You know, um, like even for me, like I I used to be really, really shy. Like I wouldn't consider myself shy now, but I'm kind of reserved. I am very reserved um, and also an introvert, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. But um but I still go out there and do my thing anyway um, because I feel like if it's something that you love, I feel like you should just go do what it is that you love 
Because I feel like if you do that, like good things will happen. And I know that it is Mm kind of scary because I know when I left my job, um, when I left my full-time job at the time, I was, I did kind of get a little nervous, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this anyway. And as soon as I put that message out there and I put it out there like that, I got so many opportunities coming in. It was like, it was like, it was like a moment where, you know, I, I guess it was it was just waiting for me to make up my mind that I wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all of these opportunities just flooded in. So you just never know. So I say go for it and do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me today and um, for inspiring folks. I can't wait to share this episode with people. Like your your insight is beautiful. That's why I wanted to talk to you. I knew it would be. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Tammy. That's it for this episode of Made of Stardust. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. If you want to get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content and all the fun goodies, go to joliegoodnight.com slash podcast. Every contribution helps to keep this podcast shooting for the stars. Thanks for your support, and we hope we've inspired you today. Take me to...